because in a world where the every age is growing more and more, it's very important to have some sport that show you can still be your best, you can still be at your peak, even when you're past 30. You're past 35, 40, 45, 50. Welcome to the IAU podcast. In this episode, the IAU president Nadine Khan is in conversation with Jesper Olsen, the national coach for the Danish ultra running team. Jesper Olsen is credited with completing the first fully documented run around the world with a distance of 26,232 kilometers from the 1st of January 2004 to the 23rd of October 2005. For more information on Jesper and his world run, you can visit his website at www.worldrun.org. This conversation with Jesper happened on the day before the third IAU 50km World Championships 2019 in Brasov, Romania. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name is Nadim Khan. I'm the president of the International Association of All Turners, and it's my pleasure and honor to be here with uh, Jesper Olsen, the team coach of uh, of the Danish alternating team. Jesper, welcome, and um, I'm, I'm happy to see you over here. Sorry you missed the panel yesterday. Yeah, we had a small mishap with the boss. <laughs> so, um, and 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 you're you're a great part of that panel because you're actually the global in the globalization of the sport, having run around the world twice. So, tell us a little bit about the world run. Well, the world run. Maybe you would say that's about the same thing in principle with the IU growing from a small idea to something maybe much greater than you expected when you started out. The world run was basically that I heard somebody had tried to do a run around the world and I thought, why not try doing the proper way, building a small organization around it and doing it documented all the way. And much to my surprise, it became possible actually to complete the run and to after that be uh, as a professional runner for 10 years. Well, that's a little bit about yourself, which is amazing. You have done it not once, but twice. And uh, one was about 37,000 kilometers, and the other one was about 26,000 kilometers. I mean, that's totally amazing. I mean, kudos on that. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Denmark and the alternating um, uh, development in that country. I think last year when uh, your runner made the podium at the 24-hour European Championship was a breakthrough point for Denmark, and things have not looked back since then. And tell us a little bit about how Danish ultra running is doing after that point. Well, thank you. That first of all, I have to say it, it's hugely also to support from IU that you make attractive competitions. That it's easy for me to invite runners to take part in, uh, and they want to take part in. And then another part is that the support around the runners. We try to work very focused with it. So when I took over three years ago, together with my colleague uh, Peter, then we made sure that. We provide the framework for the runners. And that has then begun to show results. That Stina got the silver medal last year in 24 hours. And this year, the Scandinavian, the Nordic Chance, uh, six hours of Finland, also did very well with, with uh, winning the things. And also, beyond the ultra running, uh, Tina Andersen uh, won the unofficial uh, world title on six days this year also. So it, it's going forward, yes. Wonderful. And uh, you touched on the Nordic Challenge, and that was a very important concept that was introduced last year. Finland hosted the first one, which has become, uh, which was quite successful. And right after that, you raised your hand and said, I'm going to host one in Copenhagen. 
So tell us a little bit about this Nordic Challenge and what, what concept, uh, what idea brings this, uh, different concept that it brings to the table? Well, first of all, I have to say the, the idea comes from the IU. <laughs> Thanks to the IU. And, and I think a very important uh, idea, the principle of developing a regional competition so that for the runners that are just below national team level, that we get a chance to have them compete international without starting out at the highest level. Because there's so much talent that might not be ready just yet for the World Championship, but with a little bit more experience, they will be ready. And so the Nordic chance has a big uh, role there. But also another important thing is the chance for us as Scandinavian leaders in Uchuan to build a better cooperation and society between. And that that's excellent that IU and the Nordic chance provide that opportunity also to have our National Athletic Federation support Uchuan better. If they can then can do working around the concept of a Nordic challenge. And and the reason we we came to Nordic countries first is because as it is, the runners in these countries are used to going to each other's events and running those events. And so it was an easy place for us to actually try that event and see if it works. And, and, and fortunately for you and fortunately for us, it worked really well. And now we're introducing that concept in the Balkans too. So it is something that is growing and it's something that's uh, going to bring athletes together and, and bring in the camaraderie as well. So tell us a little bit about your, your relationship with Danish Athletic Federation now, which I think has become really, really good now. And, and, and they're assisting you guys a lot more. Well, thank you. That, that has been also a joy to see that, that the uh, development has been in the cooperation. Because obviously in the beginning, I think most national federations will think this is a little bit strange running longer than marathon. Why do we do this? But as the result has begun, begun to come now and that they see that we have a backing from the IU and a backing from the good runners, then they have gone much more actively into our development because what we focus especially on is recruiting new talent. So we don't look just one year ahead, but five, ten years ahead. Where do we want to be there? And part of it is that next year we will host the Nordic Challenge, uh, the 18th of April in Copenhagen. And by the way, it will be an open race. So runners from other countries, around the world are also welcome. I just talked with one from Bosnia uh, today at the reception, which also thought he would send one of his good ones. And again, it's building the community, but it's also showing the athletic federations that there's a strong connection there. Another thing I would like to mention is that when I had the meetings with our uh, director in the athletic federation, uh, Jacob, he asked a very, I think, a very important question is, what can ultra running give to the rest of the society? And I think we as ultra runners and as organization IU, we have some very, very strong points where we can give something society can benefit from. And especially a thing like age. When you look at the world championships, also for instance, European championship last year on 24 hours, it's not people that are 20 years old, like in many others, for 25. For instance, the silver medal for men last year, 53 years old man from France. Mm-hmm. What other sport can you have a silver medalist at the highest level and he's 53 years old? And I think this is important because in a world where the every age is growing more and more, it's very important to have some sport that show you can still be your best. You can still be at your peak even when you're past 30. You're past 35, 40, 45, 50. And I think this is a strong quality and message that we can go out as runners and show we can actually put something back to society as a sport. And that's, that's a beautiful point. Absolutely true. 
Um, now we have t- touched on Denmark, we have touched on Nordic countries. Let's talk a little bit about the global uh, part of the sport as well. How do you see the globalization has um, has has improved or not improved over the last ten or so years now? First of all, I would definitely think it's an improved. As I mentioned uh, when we talked earlier, back when I started doing ultra running competition twenty years ago and ten years ago. It was very cozy society, but a very small society of ultra runners. We met that stayed at uh, youth hostels, and it was a little bit more haphazard who would meet who during the championship. One of the big leaps ahead, I think, is that right now we are at a point where it's very well organized, thanks to the IU, but also thanks to all the many different countries that take part now. And I think it's growing very fast. Now also many uh, from Asia that we didn't see 10 years ago taking part. Very important. From Africa now also are joining. And it's making the sport stronger, but it also means that when runners from my team take part, from a small country like Denmark, they go home and they've met runners from all over the world and they are inspired. So even that will make them better next year. So an important part that one also. Perfect. And my last question to you, uh, Jasper, is that where do you think the sport is headed in the next five to ten years? Can you make any predictions? Well, as long as we have good leadership that thinks ahead and plans ahead, I think that, that the growth we have now will definitely continue. And I think not only in performance level, because that we have definitely seen how the world records have improved and also regional records. But I think just as important that the network between the countries are getting stronger also towards athletic federations, but not least that the media side is getting better. I hope to see in five, ten years that some of the main events, some of the world championships will move into the capital cities in the world. So we take these qualities right to the doorstep of the Western society. So they can see why we love this sport, why it's a great sport to be part of. And for that, we need very, very strong media, which also I know that already you've developed a lot in. I think that that's important that we bring forward all that. Uh, the credit for that goes to Yasek, our director of communications, and people such as John O'Regan on his uh, communication team. So, absolutely. No, uh, Jesper, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for giving us an insight on what you're thinking about the sport today. And uh, I'm sure as long as Denmark has an ultra-running leader in yourself, you'll continue to see the red and white flag up on stage, and you'll continue to make new national records and personal bests and, and keep going on the podium. So, thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Nadima, and thank you to the whole IAU and U.S. President to providing the framework that we have these championships. And I promised my runners from the national team also a big thank you because we appreciate all the work, all the hours. Thank you so much, Jasper. Thank you. Thank you.